welcome to Physics Alive. And today, we're going to have a little meditation in honor of the new semester. Good Physics Day, everyone. The Physics Alive podcast is meant to inspire. It's aspirational. I'm interviewing guests who have done awesome things. I'm, I'm talking about these wonderful ideas that we can bring into the classroom. And I hope each episode can offer at least one actionable step. But the truth of the matter is that the teaching profession is hard. And teaching during this pandemic is so much harder. I know that many weeks, each of us is just trying to get by. And I want to recognize that. I want to honor that, embrace and accept that. It's something that's coming along with the territory right now. It's, it's a challenging profession, and it's made more challenging by what we're all going through right now, what students are going through, what teachers are going through, what everybody is going through. There's so much to be said about mental health, and a lot is being said about student mental health. How can we do things in the classroom that can make space for them to not be overwhelmed and stressed out. But maybe what's not being talked about as much in at least the public sphere is teacher mental health. I'm really impressed with the physics teacher Twitter community. I'm still new to the space, so I'm learning how Twitter is used, but I've seen a lot of supportive and encouraging posts between physics teachers. And this, this has been amazing to see, it's so great. I'm also seeing stress and anxiety building and building as high school students have been back often remotely for a few weeks now this year, and college classes are, are really starting to get going. I know some folks started at the beginning of the new year, and, and others are just getting going right now. So there, there's a lot of challenge here. The situation before us is challenging. And we may continue to have a lot of autonomy in the way we do things in the classroom. Maybe we are getting to make the decisions about if students will be remote or in person or how we want to approach that. Or maybe we're being told by our schools how we need to do it, that we don't have a choice, that we absolutely have to meet our students in both a remote space and an in-person space and have equal activities for both. One thing I want to bring up here is something called the serenity prayer. It has to do with what we can change and what we can't. And the serenity prayer has a number of iterations, I think, but one that feels meaningful to me. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. Something we maybe can't change is how we have to do things in the classroom. But maybe there is more leeway to change things than we think there are. Maybe we can push a little bit to say, hey, I know this isn't working for me. It's not working for my students. Have the courage to step forth and say, no, this isn't working. I need to find something different. So we need to have that wisdom to be able to tell the difference. When can we be a little more fearless and speak up for ourselves and for our students? So to share a personal situation, I got COVID to start the year and that set me back. Uh, my semester begins on Monday, February 1st. So fortunately, getting COVID right at the beginning of this year has given me time to recover, but it did set my planning back a little bit. And I found myself in the early planning stages 
getting back into an old struggle I've had, which is these these mental stress loops where I just get in mind what I need to get done and I get stuck in this loop and I say, here's an idea. Oh, it's not going to work. Here's an idea. No, it's not going to work. And I can actually find myself just sitting at my desk kind of staring off into space and get lost for 10 minutes. Now, one thing that has really helped me over the years is meditation and yoga. Uh, these have had a significant impact on my mental state. And these mental stress loops used to be a much bigger problem when I was in my 20s. But now I've been able to manage them a lot better just by just by pausing and pulling back, even just for a few moments, really, to pause and breathe and get grounded in, in just myself again, that I can quickly actually pull out of that loop and be in a better space. So I'm going to ask, can we grant ourselves some ease when stress and anxiety build up? How can we step back from that? Can we say, yes, what I'm doing is good enough. That's good enough. I don't need to do it better somehow. I don't need to reach higher. I don't need to do that next thing. This is good enough what I'm putting out there, especially in this given time. But when the COVID era ends, uh, hopefully I'll be doing some episodes about how, okay, now that we're back to so-called normal, that's still not normal. That's still not great. That's still not healthy. It's actually a nice recent episode by the Physics Teaching Podcast uh, that they titled Good Enough. And they, they get into that a little bit as well. And I think it was a really great message. Can we realize that everything will be fine, even if we don't hold ourselves to some enormously high standard, which we teachers tend to often do? Everything will be fine, even if we don't reach so ridiculously high. In fact, probably no one will know the difference because they didn't know what that standard was that we were clinging to inside. I want to do a short little meditation, a meditation where we let go of heavy, burdensome teaching expectations. In the the show notes for this episode, which there won't be too many show notes for this episode, uh, I want to put some timestamps, maybe a timestamp that jumps you directly to this meditation. So in the future, if you want to come back to it, you can go right to the meditation part. This meditation is a call to embody the breath and create distance between your thoughts of expectations, stress, to-do lists, perfectionism, to create a distance so that the still quiet place inside of you that already knows everything is perfectly okay and that you are free to be imperfectly you, we get that space that we can go back to that place. It's that place where we have that still quiet voice inside of us that tells us the things we know are are really true. It's a quiet space where what arises from that space feels, feels more true. So I invite you to take a moment here to sit down, to take space from whatever it is that you're doing and relax into this moment. I invite you to, to take a seat in your chair or if you wish on the floor and just settle in. Letting the top of your head lift up a little bit higher to straighten the spine, to create room for your breath. to feel your body weight sinking into the floor or into your chair and feeling the support of the chair rising up to meet you, to press up against you. Relaxing into just this moment, 
into the absolute okayness of this moment, just as it is. Into the perfectness and completeness of this moment. Where even stress and anxiety is actually okay. Breathing with that. Accepting that. And maybe it allows it to slip back and not be the front seat driver. This moment now is just this breath. And now, this breath. Nothing is being asked of us as we take this inhale. And nothing is being asked as we take this exhale. So inhaling, exhaling, inhaling, and exhaling. Allow your breath to grow deeper, to have longer inhales and longer exhales. Letting go of your need to attach to any incoming thought. Thoughts will still be popping up here and there. But can you let them just drift by like clouds in the sky, just drifting across the landscape of your mind? Noticing them, accepting them. They're here. And then they can be gone. Try to sink into this sensation of breathing. Lifting your spine up straight and tall if you've collapsed a little bit. Feeling your shoulders rolling back. And inhaling and exhaling, just simple breathing. Taking a pause from the steady mind activity that we get wrapped up in. In this pausing from that, in this moment of focusing on breathing, can you feel yourself creating that space? Space from those thoughts and a sinking back in to this still quiet place that feels a bit more like the real you, the you that you would like to embody in the world around you. A few more moments of breathing in and breathing out and nothing more.
invite you to open your eyes again. So just look around your space, your environment. And just feel inside. Has anything changed? Is there anything different from when you sat down to start listening to this episode? What was going through your mind then? The busyness, the anxiety. Maybe you felt fine when you sat down for this episode. But what has changed now? Is there anything different? Has the world seemed to slow down a little bit? Even for myself, just guiding this meditation, I feel a difference. I'm sitting at my office desk. I have lots of planning in front of me yet. But even just guiding this, just breathing with my eyes closed as I'm speaking to you, it brought my anxieties down a little bit. And that's all this meditation really needs to do. The sitting and being quiet isn't necessarily teaching you anything. It's just a little technique to create some space so that that part of you that already knows everything is fine and that you're perfect and you're doing an amazing job and that that is good enough, it allows space for that knowing to take the front seat, to be the driver. I think that's where we would all love to be living from. So I hope this meditation has helped a little bit. If this is something that you've enjoyed, appreciated, I would love to to be able to do more little short episodes like this. I have lots of little readings and little poems and things like that. And I want to focus them more towards towards teachers, towards what what it is that's on our hearts, on our minds, on our plates. We can kind of hone in on what it is to be teachers all the time, but especially in this time. So thank you for listening. And I really do mean this. I want you all to be well.